0: Hello and welcome to the overly animated podcast, where we take animation seriously. We talk everything animation here, including Ruby, which we'll be getting into right now. I'm Dylan Heisen, and today I'm joined by Haley Neighbors, hello, and Andy Potter. Hi. Uh, we're back with more Ruby, Volume Six, uh, talking about this week's episode of Ruby, Episode Six: Alone in the Woods. Uh, we talk about Ruby every week here on the Overly Animated Podcast. Find us at OverlyAnimated.com or search for Ruby Overly Animated on iTunes. Uh, YouTube.com slash Overly Animated for our YouTube. Subscribe either those two places to not miss any of our Ruby recaps. We've been talking about Volume 6. We've been enjoying it a lot. And uh, let's see if we're going to continue to... Uh, continue to enjoy this uh this standout uh breakout season for Ruby Alone in the Woods <laughs> this week to make sure you've seen this episode spoilers for this week and all previous episodes of Ruby um but before but first uh we got to get into that Genlock preview that aired before this episode uh Andy what did you think of the stunning new Genlock footage wasn't it like just okay just, figured- just just kidding okay let's get into Ruby here <laughs> i <say> uh- <laughs> it. <friends. laughs>
1: Just i was like okay. what is this before my ruby get out of the way
0: it was 10 seconds they're like making a yeah. big deal of it. it ended up being 10 seconds okay
2: yeah. uh, <laughs> like ten. i thought i missed it for the record don't i thought i missed it, the thing because it just was over before i even no, realized it was happening it,
0: okay uh Haley, what did you think of alone in the woods
1: i was really impressed this season is still like the best honestly it's got to be the best um because this felt like a very cohesive standalone episode that also connected to future things we finally had the silver eyes reveal which was great and hopefully we're doing something with that um seems like it and i like the character moments that were in it the setting was great i think they did a very good job of carrying over from last week with this kind of spooky horror vibe um i think it was actually quite effective and it was suspenseful which was great um yeah no i was really really happy with it it felt like a like an episode of television. Like it was, it was cohesive. (laughs) It made sense as an episode. Like there was a beginning, a middle and an end. (laughs) Again, it's a show. What? Yeah. These would
0: be normal things.
1: I know, but yeah, no, it wasn't like, you didn't feel like, um, I think maybe as rich of them, not having a B plot or anything where you didn't leave the episode feeling kind of like, Oh, okay. That's the end of that storyline. Like they did it correctly. Um, it was great. I'm, mini rant later about the whole argument about like let's not go to atlas because i think they were even though they were under a spell they were speaking sensibly there um <laughs> so uh yeah but no very positive
0: nice okay wow good uh positive stuff from Haley andy do you yeah. feel the same way about alone in the woods
2: uh i'm positive overall like as an episode this is a good episode i liked it a lot I like what we did here but i'm kind of annoyed from like an like a bird's eye view perspective because again it was another grim the and it was just like it's a cool grim though actually i really liked what what this grim did i just was hoping it wouldn't be another Mm grim but i mean in the end this was a good episode i liked this, this the idea of this creature it has a stupid name but it, it it was really cool what they did. Just because they
1: couldn't say Dementor, that's the problem.
2: Yeah, essentially <laughs> Is that what these are? Interesting. Yeah, for sure. There, there were there was a couple of little things I didn't like. like. This this was a really this was supposed to be the the low point in our in our hero's journey, and they kind of just pushed that all onto these creatures. And I hope that doesn't ha- like continue. I hope we still get to talk about hey, we have we we're still not going to Atlas. Like, why would we do that? Because it doesn't it just doesn't make sense anymore like what why are they doing anything and and it feels like they just kind of pushed all that negativity onto these creatures when i think that's not fair to these creatures they're being really <laughs> unfair to the grim like these grim don't this grim is why we're not doing this like no you guys don't have any reason to go anywhere now
0: well Gr- grim writes. are you uh yeah you... no these grim are being slandered dylan yeah, you're her Hermione with uh, Dobby right now. Is that what's yeah, happening?
2: exactly. Yeah. Exactly.
0: Okay. So Andy is uh, sticking up for the, the apathy here, obviously. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Clearly we have saw there's one issue that's pervading both of your, your initial thoughts, yep. but we'll get, we'll get into that. Um, yeah, I like the, I like the, uh, Dementor and, uh, so on our, uh, Discord, people called the, uh, the silver eyes, the Patronus as well. Yeah, that's so what I was thinking yeah. too. Yeah. <laughs> it all kind of comes together there. Yeah. So, okay. This will be filled with Harry Potter references, this podcast. Um, <laughs> I think alone in the woods is great. Yeah. This is, um, you know, top three or four. I mean, there's been six episodes better than the last two weeks, or at least it, it all came together is another great episode. Um, I think the beginning six-ish minutes, I think are slow. Um, they dragged a lot, minimal part of the script. It feels like out for a long time in, in the thing and it wasn't super captivating but once we get to the when they're outside and they're by the well and they start doing all zombie eyes on ruby then from like that point on the episode is super captivating and uh, when i think like the the horror vibe you get from that is one of the most interesting things the show has done like in terms of yeah. uh theme aesthetic or like uh genre you know like we've we've never done this type. i said this last week we've never done this type of thing with ruby before and it really stands out uh the the execution the music is um way different than anything we've gotten on ruby just very much mm-hmm. this horror movie soundtrack and um, all these we- these different angles and shots in the dark um like there there there's so much uh ex- execution wise in the production that was uh really interesting in, in how they did this episode and uh seeing like uh the same show it, it, it still feels like ruby but incorporated into this different genre and vibe and that was really interesting to see i think the the apathy were done really well um i think like as a, a story t- storytelling about the apathy throughout the episode comes together very well and it's even like fun on rewatch to see like Maria reading the book and there are these passages in English which tell the story that she's getting into at the end so like it's it it all is uh, a very cohesive story like with this this great horror aesthetic and uh, building in silver eyes again giving us like some sort of answer like we didn't really get answers but some sort of delving into the mythology of the show at the same time uh, really firing in all cylinders for the second half of this episode so like uh, once again just really really standout stuff stuff from the show um they're very very into it and uh also we got these uh minor ship bait moments as well throughout the episode so yeah they were fantastic (laughs) (laughs) so that's most importantly (laughs) uh it's really i mean they just it it feels like okay we understand what to do with the show now it's like Like,
1: casual it doesn't it doesn't seem forced which is nice
0: yeah i think i think they've been doing a good job integrating them Mm -hmm. well and i hope it leads somewhere uh, I'm yes. not optimistic it'll lead somewhere this season, but you know who knows. Maybe, maybe.
1: next season.
0: Uh, don't don't give in already. Don't. don't I think
1: maybe don't, bumblebee. Don't. Bumble, bumblebee.
0: Bumblebee clearly is the one that's maybe leading somewhere. this season. Yeah. yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We're you know we're already six out of fourteen. Not even, not even halfway mm-hmm. yet. That'll be next weekend. Uh, so maybe. Okay, this <laughs> long. Ruby's a long season. Um, and uh, yeah, maybe maybe we'll start to see something coming together with bumblebee. But yeah, let's talk about the. Uh, the farms here and, uh, this, this, this horror thing that we get into with the, the apathy, our horror monster it was a grim last week. We kind of just predicted everything that happened last week, honestly. They, that they were being tired. There were, the things that they were saying were. <laughs> I, I was trying to tell you guys this was this it was from it was because of the the grim um even though i agree that weiss is still making sense um
2: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> it, it was they, they very much say explicitly at the end it wasn't about it wasn't your fault it was those things um and uh just this this concept of the apathy the aesthetic of the apathy like draining their will and um then the story at the end with uh, the owner of the farms uh bringing it there to suppress the negative emotions that would attract grim so bringing in a grim that causes uh, apathy to um that's why it's a bad name is because the name is what it does um and uh yeah. like it's like this that's what that's what that word means um like uh, and yeah it, it's I, th- I thought that like explanation was was really awesome um but uh yeah Haley, what what's what stood out to you from from all everything involving the apathy and like how the horror movie thing was presented
1: i think it in general i actually felt suspense which I feel like I've never really felt watching Ruby necessarily. Like, even in the big battles, like, you know, they're not gonna die, so it's fine. But I did have a moment where I was like, are they actually gonna kill Blake right now? Cause, like, it seemed like it. Um, and even just them going into the tunnels and everything, because, of course, we didn't know what these Grimm were going to look like. And I think their design was great for what they were. They were really creepy looking. And just the sequence where they were running through the tunnels and kept getting stopped by the Grimm, I think that could have ended up looking kind of like, like cartoony, like, Oh, we've caught you again. But it was actually, it felt like they're being surrounded. And um, like, for some reason, like there were real stakes in this kind of battle, I suppose, um, which I wasn't expecting from just like a mid season episode on a farm, but it it worked. It totally worked. I think it was really effective. And I know like it would have been nice if they were something other than a Grimm, but this was a really neat Grimm and I think they handled it really well.
0: Wow. Okay, yeah. We we were worried about the Grimm. So, uh, mm-hmm. Haley, Haley was was satisfied, Andy. Were you satisfied yeah. with the Grimm and like what stood out to you from from all the horror stuff?
2: Oh, yeah. I, I was still satisfied with it. Like this is just like a top-down thing. Like I wish there were other things in the world that were dangerous other than Grimm, but this Grimm was really good. I liked it. I think the middle part was the weakest. I think when they were running through the tunnels was probably the weakest part of them. I think right before they revealed what they were, like when they were in the well walking around and when they were asking Ruby to drop the lantern in the well, like that was one of the best parts of it. And then also when they were in the cellar, when obviously when they're all surrounding Blake, like both those moments Mm -hmm. were really good. And I think they just – the suspense there, like I agree with you, Haley. I really thought – for a second, Blake was going to die. And I was yeah, like, it seemed like, wow, it. <laughs> yeah. it, it was very, it was very well done. Just the way they constructed that scene. Just the fact that I had that reaction to it, even though she's one of the main characters. Um, I just think this was, just, this is just incredible. All this stuff. It was really well constructed.
0: Nice. Yeah. And the, the, I think as always with this season, um, the execution is really what most jumps out at you is like the, yeah. the way they executed on this horror movie. Uh, and I, and I got into that a little bit already, just everything with the, the, the light placement, like the lighting in this episode for sure, the, the music, mm-hmm. the, uh, the way the, the cinematography, the way the shots are constructed. That's all really spectacular. Um, but I'm going to give the thing I'm always looking for narrative. That's like my number one thing in, in, in everything here. And, uh, props to the writing. I think the the story of the apathy really came together well for me. Um, like Maria's explanation at the end. Um, is, uh, you know, about, like, the, them trying to protect them. Like, some version of Huntsman is, like, this grim draining, like, the concept of draining emotions in order to not attract grim. And, like, there being a grim that, like, innately drains emotions. Uh, Miles on Twitter was like, this is, this episode's a concept we had from the beginning, from, like, before season one. And I, I buy, like, I buy that, like, when you come up with the idea of monsters that prey on emotions, then you, the next thing you think of is, like, um a thing suppress people's emotions in order to so you probably get like the Nora's or ren ren semblance and then you get this too it's like a, a, mm-hmm. a grim that also suppresses emotion like that 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 a whole concept just i think was really strong the way they portrayed it at the end was really strong and then yeah when i went back and rewatched the episode it was just really fun reading uh the book maria was reading and seeing how she was putting the story together the entire time um I think it was like one of the more well constructed single episode, like within an episode, narratives the show is done, uh, and it like that uh, in, enhancing all of the uh, like the the aesthetic of the, with the the horror movie stuff going on uh, really really came together well for me.
1: For sure, I think it's also an effective grim too because it isn't just a grim that you are like that they have to fight yeah. and battle, right? Yeah. Like you kind of got the feeling that they can't do anything to defeat this grim, and it isn't really. It, it's not in, like inflicting violence on them or anything it's just going to make them not care if they die or not which is really dark and scary and it's i think why it was um more believable that something bad could have happened to blake than if it was just any other grim that's like running around with swords or whatever like the extender worms guy
0: um. I, was, I was about to ask what do you got another <laughs> N- N- v- or apathy i Who don't have got? yeah andy, right. andy i need <laughs> you yeah. to answer this
2: <laughs> oh, if I, if I want Apathy or Nuklavi? Yeah. That's an yeah. I want Apathy. Question. Yeah. Don't give me more extendo arms. <laughs> no. Oh, so
0: you don't want extendo arms. Okay. Um, yeah, I think, Haley, I think that's a fantastic point. Like, when we said we don't want another grim. Grimm in this world mostly just function as like, uh, faceless video game encounters. Like, mm-hmm. they, they pop up, you battle them, you defeat them, you move on. This I think is not a like this is like not a grim like we we're thinking of it like it is a no, grim. This is but actually this is a, scary. It's like a separate concept. Yeah, this it like affects yeah. you psychologically, and you don't. They did not battle it to win. So yeah. just not having like it, it's it's so it's almost just like we didn't actually get a grim, even though it fit in with the mythology of the show. This is I think I would say this is the best thing we've ever done with grim in the show.
1: I think the, so because it it breaks out of the normal tropes of what like the bad thing is in a show like this, right?
0: Yeah. Yes. Like 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 Cinder's Arms, Salem mm-hmm. controlling the Grimm. I feel like this is the standout. It stands out more than anything. For sure.
2: Also, I think this is a big moment for Ruby in that it's an action scene they've done without having to be a fight scene. Because I think that's a struggle yeah, with it. Because because you can't like we. I love the fight scenes in the show, but I understand those are some of the hardest things to animate. So they can't do that every episode. But this is still an action show that needs excitement suspense and this is they i think this proves that they can do that without having like crazy anime fights all the time and i and i like that a lot
0: yeah, I think that's another great point in that uh Ruby we've often found that it maybe struggles when it doesn't have these these fight sequences that we crave, or at least we we don't yeah. have as high opinion of those episodes. And I think this season that's not been true. Like I think um we've been able to find uh co- like uh grip gripping narrative even in non uh fight episodes. And this is yeah, this has like uh suspense sequence and they the only fight type thing is the silver eyes moment right um and it's it's uh it, i think it works it you could argue it works even better than a sort of battle yeah. sequel i'd, I'd probably take i think this, it does i'll take this over the neo cinder fight last episode this, though, this had a lot yeah. more a lot more suspense to it like i felt things for a lot of the characters in this yeah
1: yeah um, it's like a whole other category almost in terms of like things within the show it's just so unique
0: yeah and i think if the show can just keep adding things to its arsenal like in terms of doing different things with Grimm, having different types of um like uh, emotional climax moments like this with like uh gripping gripping parts um then we can really get into this next level here which i think we've we're hitting on this season like i think we keep saying like this is just overall just a significantly better show than it has been um and this is you could argue this is one of the most impressive i mean i think the the mythology uh uh The origin story is going to be the the episode is going to be the most impressive thing the show does this season. But this is um like part of its main narrative and is another new thing that the show is doing and succeeding at. So I think that's like almost in some ways equally as impressive.
2: I think this might be more impressive, Dylan, just because this affects more of the show. Like mm-hmm. the mythology episode was really great, but it doesn't affect their arsenal in a big way in terms of like ways they construct can construct future episodes. This is a way that they can like learn from and like insert more of this stuff into future episodes i think in a more ready way like they can't just like put the gods and like these things they were putting in salem's past into every single episode it just won't work
0: yeah mm-hmm. I, th- I think i think this uh this this speaks better to this this makes you more optimistic for yeah. the future of the show, for sure go ahead
1: oh just that if they can make an episode like this that it has a silverized bit which is really big for future things but the majority of the episode like the apathy aren't the big bad we're not gonna we may encounter them again but they're they're an episode specific thing and it's still really riveting and interesting even though unlike the um the big exposition, exposition mythology episode which obviously we were already invested in because of the implications it had this i was just as invested in and it's just a random one episode grim Possibly, um, and then we got this great silverized bit too. So yeah, it gives me so much hope, <laughs> so yeah. much hope.
0: Absolutely, and the, the knuckle—the knuckleview was like multi-episode climax of the season, Yeah. and it's like not even remotely as good as this. Not so, at yeah. all. <laughs> I don't know. It's just—it's just like this. This season versus Volume Four. I know we rag on Volume Four a lot, but this is just <laughs> exponentially better. And in—and and this is just an episode. Like this isn't even. <laughs> this is just mm-hmm. like it's certainly not going to come back. I assume. Um, no,
1: nope. yeah. and if it. It does it's not like it's just another grim like it's not salem or anything like that yeah i it, mean i'm still
0: well, like i'm still worried that the the climax of this the season you know like we still haven't really had them hit on all cylinders for a climax of the season so we'll see if this this is the turning point here but still like uh yeah hold steady i yeah. i actually disagree with you Haley. i think this is related to salem because
2: they made her drop the lantern in the well like i think true very true i think
0: that might have not been like yeah, you think Salem's controlling oh, them? Oh, yeah,
1: maybe they or will come back like that. in some way. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, I like that. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, nope. if, if Salem's controlling all Grim, then yeah, she might have affected their... Or mani- have- manipulated the situation. I mean, there's a history here, which Salem probably didn't... Uh, get like Salem didn't get the apathy to the farm originally but maybe she was like uh she took took control of them was like making them try to get her them to Or maybe
1: the... they wanted the relic because Grim yeah. want the relic for some reason and that I... was a way of getting it but either way it's tied into Salem somehow
2: I think it's closer to that Haley I think that when she creates the Grim like they they have I think they might have, like, an urge that, like, if she has an urge for something, like, maybe yeah. that passes on to the Grimm around her. Like, she, can, she can't tell them what to do, but she can, like, be like, I want the relics, so all the Grimm in the world are attracted to the relics. Maybe that's why they're attracted to them because
0: That's like a primordial thing with when the Grim were created. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think that that's interesting. And we'll see, We didn't notably didn't get Salem or Cinder or any B plot here, which I think is another reason this should, this is a, yeah. this is yeah. a, um, let's say 17 and it's hard to always, t- it's like 20 minutes, but then the credits and then the, the beginning, but. And the teaser, um, Dylan. 60, oh yeah. The 10 second <laughs>
2: teaser. Yeah. It's like
0: 16, 16 minute episode that is solely focused on one story. That is great. Like this show yeah. should do more of that. Um, If they
2: cut away, all this would have been like under, it would have undercut all the all the horror elements yeah i think
0: here. it's a fantastic decision to like the the I, I criticize the beginning it like is a long time but it's the purpose is to build up to what we get at the end and you could argue that we needed the the slow beginning in order to get there at the end and yeah it's 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 all just meticulously crafted in order to to get to get to the where we get with the climax with the the apathy um the the screeching that the apathy does i think is the uh, an aspect we haven't specifically hit on like the loud noise yeah uh, in my head like screeching and um lately like the, it, it's like like what what is making them um feel feel this this apathy and uh it's 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 interesting like were they were they hear it the was the thing screeching and they didn't hear it before but it was still affecting them does it like always affect them in subversive ways but it can like overtly uh yell and then make them <laughs> concentrate it or something
1: i or think like, it's the second one yeah, yeah i think yeah. they're just like always giving off this kind of thing mm. and that's why they were below people right and then it leached up yeah. but it, it's like their attack is is that are you saying they have an aura they could have an aura oh god an aura. anyway <laughs> um yeah i thought i thought the way it was I thought the way it was
0: presented was was really cool the the effect and just them like going to the ground immediately like covering their ears and stuff i thought all that was was really great um, yeah. and yeah, I think it ties into what we're talking about with like, this isn't something that's physically attacking them. It's kind of like ment- mentally getting in them. Um, the other, I feel like the other effect with the apathy is like these, uh, glossed over eyes that, um, everyone except Ruby has at one point by the well. Um, like we see the, the build up with everyone saying they're tired and then they're just really affected by it. Um, zombie-like states, trance-like states. Um, and I thought the way the show visually presents it with the eyes, cause they're, similar to the way their eyes look but like it was like different it was like unsettling i feel like that was that yeah. was really successful it was too. uncanny yeah and mm-hmm. it's it like it like gives you the impression that something's affecting them and it only happens once that's the narrative makes it overt um and uh yet it still doesn't uh, take away their agency completely because um they they do maintain it until I think I think for the most, but like even though they're kind of zombies, they're still like okay, let's go into the well, and then they're yeah. they're all working yeah. together until
1: so they're, they're like passed out on the ground.
0: Yeah, and even that, it's like it's just something's attacking them, so it's clear what's yeah. happening at that point. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I thought all that was was just really fantastic. Yeah, um, let's. Uh... Okay, let's go back to the beginning, and then we'll we'll go through the the specifics of the episode here, um, because uh, we have a lot of stuff with Crow in the beginning uh, of this episode, uh, kind of a big Crow episode, and Ruby and Crow's relationship. I would say like this is the most we've hit on them since Ruby was like clinging onto Crow's arm at the, the first time. Um, like Ruby is uh, very upset at Crow's drinking. This is uh, something that's continuing from. Last week, um, mm-hmm. or a few weeks ago, and uh, she's she's just like st- done with uh, the bottles and. Uh, I'm so
1: happy they're doing this storyline.
0: Yeah, because we we were like, also done with Crow drinking, right?
1: Yeah, and it's just wrong because it's like it, it seems like the show was like glorifying it almost like oh look he's so cool he's always drinking but it's like. That's not healthy or safe for you, Crow, or anyone around you, or in, like, our world even. Like, it has implications beyond just Ruby. So I'm so happy that Ruby is actually saying, no, this is unhealthy behavior, and you need to stop. So I'm so happy they're doing this now, because that yeah. was really getting on my nerves.
0: Yeah, it's a good point, especially in this new situation now where he's basically supervising a bunch of young people. Yeah. You know, it's, <laughs> yeah. like, very Come on. Bad. Which I think is the show's perspective, right? Like, it's there's Maria. She's not really, you know, she's just tagging along. But Crow is... Yeah. Should, there's a, Crow should should be stepping up here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. And uh, Crow Ruby's um like throws this the the bottle to uh, smashes the bottle. To yes, Crow Ruby. Up. <laughs> oh my God. It's like uh, you can you, and hugs him. You can talk to me about stuff and Yang to to you to talk to me, Crow. Um. And we don't really go anywhere with it. But yeah, this is like Crow. This is like overtly uh, Ruby's worried about Crow here. Mm-hmm. Um. Andy, what do you what do you think the show's doing here long term with this storyline?
2: I think that – because they've done some bad lines with Crow. Like, they've done a lot of stuff talking about um, – Like, at the, the start of this episode? N- no, no, no. I mean, like, through <laughs> his existence. Like, he's always had these comments on bad luck. And this season has really upped its, like, mention of it a lot, like, once per episode. And I was really upset about that until the end of this episode. It feels like we were really – really hammering home that Crow's mental state is not good – but not just for like, a, oh, this is his character thing, but in a we're moving somewhere with his character now. And so this episode made me kind of hopeful that we're going to move Crow back to being like, like, he's a good character. It's just they use him in kind of not the best ways. And I feel like we're finally pushing his character in a direction that would be interesting to watch because I don't want him to just sit in the corner and go, man, I'm unlucky every single episode. So I, I, I'm really I'm really hopeful about this plot line.
0: Yeah, I think I think we all thought Crow had a chance of dying this season, which is yeah. the same thing we said the past two seasons. He always
2: does, really. Yeah. Let's be honest. Yeah. I honestly, I thought Crow was going to sacrifice himself this episode. That's what I thought it was building. that have been
0: fun, yeah. <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> that'd have been, fun.
0: It would have been engaging. Is maybe a better word. Um, would have yeah. been
1: engaging for sure.
0: Yeah, I, I, I so I, th- I feel like this episode maybe makes it less likely he dies just because Ruby, like, yeah. we can talk. Like that would be really tragic if after that all that Crow still still self destructs at the end of the season. Like even though I, Ruby is like trying to to help him like it would have been more of a shock thing i feel like
2: i think it's still possible though i, th- I still think it's possibly self-destructs and he doesn't learn from this because it looked like he was pretty shattered at the end of this episode he yeah. didn't talk at all once he got into the to the the cart
0: yeah it's not like he was in a better place would be offered but it's it's not like it went anywhere so that's no, the, that would just hopefully, be
1: hopefully he was like realizing maybe that he they could have been killed and he wasn't yeah. uh, i think I for think that.
2: it's possible that he blamed himself for this for his bloodlust yeah. blood semblance. I think which could stupid. go either way. But I, it's it's stupid if he thinks that. Yeah. But I think it's completely possible with his character. But if we actually do that and go, talk about like his bad mental state, I think it's fine though.
1: If that like yeah, if that wakes him up to be like okay, I need to do something here, that would be great. I would. I'm concerned that they'll be like, like you said, like he has to sacrifice himself or something, or feels that he has to sacrifice himself.
0: Yeah, we've 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 just been on Crow being. Um, Upset for a while now, and I don't think it's a particularly great storyline. It like th- there's this, this episode is the beginnings of going somewhere with it, but we do need to go somewhere, yeah. We do, it. yeah. Um, <laughs> in this episode, he's like he blames himself for the, the flat tire on the wagon. Um, the beginning of the episode, he says, I don't have a good feeling about this place, especially with me around. Yeah, your crow
1: impression is impeccable, Dylan. it's really good, <laughs> yeah. Because all you have to do it's is great. go like this, that's all you Beautiful. have to do. Um,
0: <laughs> yeah that's the worst line <laughs> it's so stupid crow's crow's bad luck semblance is just the worst. it's it's it,
1: re- it makes like no sense
0: it's at least if it's a thing they should be legitimizing it like they're like if it has to be a thing then yes you should talk about it and have it affect the storyline but it's just so stupid like it's probably the stupidest thing in the show part i wonder of-
1: i can't remember when he told us about it but did he say anything about like ospin told him that that was his semblance? Maybe
0: Oswin was lying to him or something.
1: Because that's what I'm thinking. It's like, it's not really a thing, but he was told it is a thing. And now he's operating. Because if, if, okay, let's get into the mechanics of this for a second. (laughs) No. (laughs) Let's not. If bad luck is a semblance, that means that good luck is also a thing in this world that's dictated by, like, the cosmic forces. Kind of. It's... Like, it it has too many implications to be real. I
0: understand where you're going with that. I have no
1: comment. Right.
2: <laughs> <But> I, <laughs> yeah. The thing here is that we had a whole scene last season, like a whole big scene about semblances changing, and I think we mm-hmm. thought that was about something else. I think uh, it might be about Crow. Uh, I think it was built up for this. Okay, that'd be good. I think Crow will have a mental, like, adjustment, and he'll realize, like, things good aren't involved,
0: And he'll might have a better semblance of yeah. something. That's changing some with this. Andy, last week you did this. Do you brought up a theme that I forgot about from like a <laughs> previous season. Um I, I appreciate Please continue to do that because I do think it's like definitely something we should be discussing here in good storytelling. Ta- it's like it's like a storytelling connection that the show is doing. I just like the fact that I am like we, we talk about the show every week yeah. and I like I like look at discussion online for the show and I don't remember these things. I think it's like not good to. It's not. To, to just take something from a, a year ago and then expect like it, like that's not good. The mat- like it needs to be more current, more, more I, present.
2: I, mm-hmm. I, I I'm mentioning this, Dylan, because I. I'm I I purposely look for the things that could be thematically related for this when yeah. I come on to these, and this is that's the one scene that hasn't been thematically paid off
0: yet. That's good. And yeah, that's, no, it's a good idea. Please, yeah, please and yeah. please, please do. Um, I would say to for the show in the future, it it needs to be within a season in order to really like yeah, what I, other what other show takes a the theme from a whole season they go and then and randomly pays it off. And that like,
2: hasn't I mean, they been haven't paid off yet in any season. Yeah, though. That's the point. Yeah. Like yeah. they haven't paid it off yet, and I think yeah. that we we could still talk about it before it changes though. We we could next episode we
0: could talk about it maybe. Yeah. If, if they bring it up again, that would be good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I think that, that's a good point. We're probably going to do something with the semblance that, that, yeah, I assume. I'm, I, I do think the crow parts this episode were weak. Um, like, I think they're yeah. they brought the episode down a little bit, but if it's in service of a, lo- a longer, term plot line, that, that could be fine. Um, so I'm, I'm, you know, I'm withholding judgment, I think, for now on what we're doing with crow. Mm-hmm. Um, we got, uh, there's, uh, Ruby, what, Ruby and Yang sleeping together. That was cute um we yep. got uh ruby's like woken up from this bottle falling there's that whole all the beginning i don't have a lot to say about then we get to the flat tire um they're all tired they're by the well ruby uh weiss or blake weiss and yang they're like it's pointless to go to atlas throw the lamp down the well um they have, they have a good point can we talk about the well now like just the well the mechanics of the well and the underground no, system no no no, of tunnels? no no no
2: that blake was right Blake was right the whole time. Yeah, the Blake, well that, was, that was
0: good <laughs> foreshadowing. The well oh, was yeah, involved. yeah, she was, yeah. wasn't yeah. she? Good job, Blake. I mean, it wasn't like there was any poison from the well, but the well was the central place, yeah. and that was the thing that was affecting mm-hmm. them all, yeah. It it's, the she she down told down
2: everyone there. to look at it, and no one did. Obviously, no one looked at the well. I think, Genius. I think,
0: uh, this, this is like a meta commentary on the fans not taking Blake seriously. And, uh, <laughs> the people in the show now aren't either. Like, Blake yeah. is way smarter than all of you. You should take yeah. her seriously. And
2: she's the one that figured out, like, turn off your lights, you idiot, so you can see the lantern glowing.
0: Yeah. It's, it's a good point because this is, these are, I think, I think are good callbacks to Blake being like the studious one in the beginning, like reading, reading all the time. That was her introduction to her character. Um, yeah, she should, uh, they should all listen to her. <laughs> what ruby and yang are the smartest no like uh is, i guess but uh listen to like okay blake blake (laughs) uh blake uh blake should be coming up with plans i feel like yeah anyway um i think i think blake's been pretty pretty well used this season yeah i think Mm -hmm. maybe even strongest strongest character this season they've been done a good job divvying out uh plot lines and screen time and stuff among the main four so i don't think there's really a one that jumps out at you but it might be blake so far um they go down into the well um we talked about everything aesthetically and art-wise already. And um, ship ship moment, Ruby's hand on Weiss's back. Um, okay. as their <laughs> way more <laughs> ship things than they did last episode when they had a long discussion. Um, but yeah, they take that moment. And then um, Ruby's silver eyes quickly to save Blake. Uh, that was a, a extensively discussed great moment. Um, Maria asked Ruby what color her eyes are. And um she says silver. So we get this shot from Maria's perspective, um, and like her goggles. Uh the intent is to illustrate that she can't tell, like through the goggles, they're all tinted in a certain color, so she yeah. can't tell what Ruby's eyes are. I thought that was great. I do think we could have toned down the color a little bit more. It was like, okay, I could tell Ruby is red. Um, it's, it's, it was a little subtle. Um, could have been a little more over. But yeah, I thought that was like, like again, creative like uh, shot choice um, yeah. on uh, c- continually. I, I'm going to try to point those out more. But yeah, that was I thought that was really good too.
2: And it got across, it got, it got across how she views the world better than ever her explaining it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, what do those goggles do? Like, is she blind? Yeah. Like, can she see? Like, she presumably can see, but yeah. So, like, those are like, presumably assisting her to yeah. see. We'll get back to that at the end. Um, and then, uh, tells Ruby to focus on how the people who love her make her feel um that's that's this is the uh, what a revolu- revelatory revelatory <laughs> yeah that's right like po- channel positive emotions yeah i mean that makes if ruby if silver eyes were the anti-grim grim is negative emotions this is just positive emotions i think like anything in that realm is going to make sense but um yeah this is like the most explanation we've gotten for silver eyes like ch- focus uh, on how the people who love who love you make you feel and we get a shot of weiss and yang and then uh she says life must be protected i don't know if that's related um, but I was, yeah, just want to point out we get, uh, shots of Yang and Weiss and Yang, too much <laughs> more people to Ruby, girlfriend yep. and sister. Um, and then, uh, yeah, then she does the, the big silver eyes and, um, k- kills them, but I guess there's like a ton of them, so there's more yeah. coming. Away. Yeah. 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 Um, so I thought all that was really fantastic. Um,
1: yeah, of- I think it was really, I think it was really effective because, we've been like waiting for the silver eyes thing to come for so long. Yeah. <laughs> and this was actually, it, it felt like right. Kind of like it worked. I was ch- Cause I, I figured that maybe when the silver eyes come back, it would be kind of just in the middle of a fight and it gets dramatic. And she's like, Rah! but I think surrounded by a scene that was really strong like this one and was already really emotionally charged. It, it just worked. I don't know how to explain it, but it, it worked for me.
2: Sure. I, I think this works better like this is the only scene that it could have worked with because like if it was mm. in the middle of a fight I, I think it's like why didn't she just like attack it with her sight you know what I mean like, yeah and it would have been so much distracted
1: sense. yeah yeah
2: it, this works so well because like she can't do anything else like you have to bring your characters down to the bottom before you can show new stuff like this and I think this is better than some deus ex machinas they've that shows have done because it's just like this is something we did kind of see before
1: mm-hmm. yeah like this was believable this felt yeah.
0: believable. Yeah, I think it was a great, a great, uh, incorporation of Silver Eyes. I think it was better than the first time we saw Silver Eyes. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. That's, that's good. That's that yeah. like the climax <laughs> of a season. This is just one. Of, yeah. So I thought, I thought, yeah, it was, it was cool. I, I'm interested if Maria is going to be coaching her back then in a second. Yeah, they come out of the wine cellar. Um, that we, that was what we got last episode. Um, so yeah, it was, the grim were connected to that. Yang takes Blake's hands and they run away.
1: Yes.
0: <laughs> hey, Haley, <laughs> that what's was your so, analysis?
1: Oh, it was so great. <laughs> well, like I, said earlier, <laughs> like I said earlier, it was just like instinctive and she, they weren't like, oh no, not my hand. Like it was just normal and they were great and supporting each other and
0: I loved it. So, Blake, Blake, Blake yeah. like, looks at Yang in surprise and is like, what?
1: Yeah, but like, she, like, went along with it. Because like, like, okay, Yang is, like, harsh,
0: harsh on Blake this season because she's, like, mm-hmm. mad at, at her and, like, what's mm-hmm. going on. And, and so Blake's – and the show's, like, that's just, like, a, a, a block. And, like, once you get past that, this is how Yang feels about Blake. Yeah. And so Blake saw that. And and
1: also that Yang instinctively was like, I got to grab Blake's hand. Yeah,
0: absolutely. That
1: was great. Yeah. It's very no, important. very happy about that. I
0: think it's the most important scene in the episode.
1: Probably. In terms of so. ramifications <laughs> <Hopefully>, further on, <laughs> hopefully,
0: it'll, yeah, ramifications. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: Weiss uh, like drops alcohol and then sets the the grim and the house on fire.
1: I like that. Was, I like that scene for her. Cool. That was good.
0: Weiss, Weiss, Weiss doing elemental stuff is always cool. Just and she general. was
1: thinking too. Like, good job. Like, everyone's yeah. really smart
0: this episode. For this some just, I, I don't know. This is just the most like
2: season one Weiss ever. She's just like, I'm gonna burn down this house now, guys. <laughs>
1: yeah I don't know how
0: much effect it's gonna have you're not gonna kill all of them and it's I don't I think they could outrun them pretty easily like but I think not- it'll
1: get rid of the house for future travelers to go into yeah
0: that's true don't don't come here yeah
1: yeah. But, but no, that's why I think it's the most
2: season one thing ever, Dylan. It's just like for Weiss's own like she wants to do this because she's really <laughs> mad. At it's just ca- emotional
0: <laughs> catharsis, yeah. For <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just burn, burn some of them, yeah. Yeah. Um, then they leave on the wagon. Um, we get we have like a cool pan to the new shot of then Maria explaining um what's going on. We talked about this already. Um, the the backstory with Bartleby and uh, bringing the Huntsman back. The rest of the pack came for the apathy um and uh with this thing of uh, like uh also Bartleby will be like sealed them in i guess because he was sealing the water well the water way passages and they're all connected and that's why it leads up to the cellar and the well um some people seem to have problems with like why does the 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 well connect to the cellar i thought they did it enough there too like i thought it was kind of cool there's like this underground system of water oh. passages i
2: i have a problem with it from like like from how it looks, Dylan, but like from a story perspective, I don't care. It's
0: just yeah, cool. I think they, I think they explained it. Um, and I think we get, we get shots of the, of the underground passage system at the, in the credits too, of like background. Um, and I also, also like when you, when you the silver eye stuff. Like there's a staircase leading up. Like it's cool to like look at that, and they, they, that looks like the other side of the cellar door that we got from, and like it does lead into there from previous episodes. So it's all just it, the, the. I think the location stuff was pretty cool here. Um, and, uh, still, yeah, no, no one was angry or scared or angry or sad or scared. No one was anything. And then no one was left. Um, which I think is like a cool story end to the, the apathy tale. Um, like it's, it's like, uh, kind of some in your face, uh, dialogue, but I thought that was one of the best lines of the episode. Um, just a very cool way to put a bow on the tale of the apathy. Um, until can't quit until the lamp is safe. Um, it wasn't your fault. It was those things. Well, Okay, what's the short version? We've talked about this a little bit, Haley. but what, uh, who do you think of them blaming the apathy for these thoughts they had of giving up on going to Atlas? <laughs> to
1: I think it makes sense within the context of the episode, but the logic behind it is so flawed because what they were saying at that moment about like, yeah, I think Yang said it, where do we put it behind this big door in a school where everyone who's like, would be looking for this Salem and her goons would know to look there, or this random farm in the middle of nowhere that's abandoned in the mountains in a well. Like, that's a much better place to hide it. (laughs) That's so much more logical. Um, And I just don't get why they have to bring it to the other one, because they gotta, I guess, connect them or something or whatever, but, well, I guess because they have to pair them all up so then they can bring the gods back, woohoo. But... Yeah, it just, Yang was making so much sense, because she's like, let's just move on with our lives, guys. Like, let's go somewhere and chill and hang out, and this is a much better hiding space. So, yeah, that's yeah. the little ranch. I think the logic was not there for them to be just like, oh, it was the apathy you weren't thinking. Like, no, you were thinking pretty well, Yang.
0: Yeah, it's, it's annoying from a storytelling perspective for there to be a goal for where the protagonists are going,
1: um, mm-hmm.
0: that has been subverted and we no longer really understand what they're, do- why, why they they're, why goal. they're doing what they're doing. And then a character in the show expresses this feeling and then they're shot down <laughs> yeah. saying that they were under the influence of something else and that they're being crazy. Um, like that, that just, Pisses your audience off. So, like, yeah. I think they're unaware of this, I guess, but we don't currently have a good reason for why we're doing this Atlas thing. Like, what they're saying makes sense. You can't, you, you, it's a, that's an easy way to annoy your audience is to, <laughs> is to express what they're feeling as, and then, and then tell them that was illegitimate.
1: Yeah. Cause as, as they know right now, as characters in the story, they know they can't defeat Salem. We as viewers know that that's obviously not going to be the end of this big story because it's a TV show and like they're going to win and everything else. But, themselves they're they're just living their life like yeah. they got caught up in this whole fight between gods and celestial beings and like let's throw it down a well and go and live somewhere like personally yeah. if i was in their position i would go for that yeah or or just
2: burying in the snow like yeah. there's a whole movie like fargo they just bury somebody in, in the snow and no one found mm-hmm. it ever like that's just how it works just bury it in the if- snow
1: even if they still want to go where they want to go, they can to- totally do that. But I still think it's safer to bury it there yeah. than wherever they're going. And they can still go on and like continue this big quest, but they still know that it's back at this farm more secure than if they're gonna continue traveling and as yeah. we've seen, the grim are attracted to it and everything. So yeah.
0: Yeah, I do, I do think throwing it down the well, uh, would be more secure than bringing the forces of evil, con- making them converge <laughs> yeah, on the atlas, world. atlas. Yeah, their last, the last strong point of humanity. Like, yeah. that's just a terrible idea. So, exactly. um, just like throw it, throw it down the, not only should you throw it down the well, you should then communicate to Salem that it is not, we don't have it with us, like prove it, like, and just like send her a message, like, <laughs> we don't have it, don't, no point in following us to Atlas. I think that anyway, none of this is like just logically checking out right now. So this is an urgent thing I think the show needs to address. Like it's, 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 a minor reaction to a spectacular episode, so it's not a, it's not a huge deal right like, now. Um, but the longer this goes on, the more frustrated it, we're going to get.
2: It's also possible that they were less apologizing for what they said and more for the way they said it.
1: That would be good
0: yeah. if yeah. they communicated that. I don't think they really communicated
1: that. No, no they do can look at it that way to
2: make uh, us happy. So maybe maybe they'll
0: talk about it more next episode. Yes, yeah, um, that's
2: yeah. what I'm saying. Maybe next episode like Weiss goes, well, like, I apologize, but I still think why are we doing this? And, and that'd be good. Yeah. I think that would be a good way to cover up what like
0: our problem here there's there's all all the minor issues from this episode really could be addressed in in like that i think that and the crow stuff really are Mm -hmm. urgent things to to talk about next episode hopefully and are
1: reflective of a bigger season issue rather than an issue with this episode specifically yeah as well
0: yeah i don't think it was really this episode's fault. yeah and and you know it did interesting things with it kind of yeah, I think putting that in the context of the, the grim that's affecting them, that could be, end up being an interesting, an interesting thing, um, and how that, how that affects their relationships and, um, the group dynamics, um, that, that could, that could all turn out to be an instrument. We're looking at an incomplete, uh, that's always the asterisk among all our criticisms is we're looking at an incomplete, uh, like they're looking at it a season perspective. We haven't seen that yet, so we'll see. Um. You know, we'll see see discussion before of this. The way the show's aired is different than how it's intended. Um, let's end by this close we'll talking about Maria here because she says, "Uh, she's had silver eyes." That's the big reveal. Well, isn't it obvious, girl? I had silver eyes, and she. also says that she should have known. Um, I thought that was a particularly notable line, um, because the implication is she should have known that it was the apathy, like that that was the answer, which makes me think that she's some sort of grim expert, or at least is, she was like a big huntsman or like has seen a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. like Well, she,
1: being a silver-eyed person, like yeah. how old is she even too, right? Like, we right. don't know. I yeah. think it
0: would make sense that if she was a grim expert, if she has silver eyes, if silver eyes is the anti-grim, um, like I should have known it was the apathy, um, like I, I don't know, maybe she should have known something else. That was my implication, though. Should have known it was the apathy, which this Same. is like this really obscure grim. So yeah. I thought that was that was another interesting backstory. But yeah, she had silver eyes. Okay, this is not really surprised to us because the opening kind of gave this away. But um, Andy, what was your what was your reaction to her having silver eyes? What do you think we're going with that?
2: Uh, I definitely, the most interesting part is that I, it is the past tense part of this. Uh, I definitely had, I definitely replayed that scene like three times. Like, wait, did she say past tense and put on the, on the captions and stuff? Like, yeah, it's, she had them there. So there's something either someone wanted her eyes and took them from her or the eyes degrade as you use this power. And I think that's a good wrinkle to have because this does seem like, there's a wrinkle here there's something wrong with the eyes and they're not just like oh an instant win power and that's good like they're it's not it's like right now the silver eyes are like season one avatar state they just win no matter what and they need some kind of negative side effect here for them to make sense in this world i think
0: yeah, so you're saying maybe there's some negative consequence where you lose your eyes eventually if you use them. A lot, yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. That's a potential implication. By the way, uh, minor, minor thing again, but, uh, I, I, I you had to replay this a, a few times to get the meaning. I think this, I think they messed up this line. I think it either should have been, I had silver eyes, you know, like emphasize the had. Yeah. Or they, or she says, I had silver eyes too. Like she could have said too. I don't know. I just, I think it wasn't, uh, good. The, the had was, was not enunciated as well as it could it have been. Yeah, either the way it's written or the line read, it didn't really come together.
2: I don't know which side of it. It just, it, I had to play it a couple times.
0: Yeah, I think they could rephrase it. Rephrase it. Uh, also, well, isn't it obvious? I feel like that's a Ruby line as well. Like, yeah. It's, yeah <laughs> anyway. It isn't anyway. obvious at all. It's, i feel like we've seen, we've seen, yeah why would there why would this be, be obvious to them um, you haven't you obviously. haven't you haven't seen the intro you don't know that this
2: that she's <laughs> maybe so people should be able to she sense each other the obvious thing that would show she had yeah. silver eyes I actually i
0: actually want someone to go back and tell me how many times the show has said things are obviously like, i feel like oh, obvious. God. control f uh, obvious on all the ruby scripts would be a lot okay anyway um hey, hey, Haley, what was your reaction to the her being silver eyed what do you think what do you think's gonna happen here
1: um i just thought it was like the greatest drop the mic moment from her it was so great um uh i don't even know i assume that she's going to train ruby in some capacity because she clearly knows how to use these things um and if there's negative implications which i agree with you totally i think that's awesome having the it not just be this undefeatable power that she has like have it be have some consequences to using it and having this power is great um but yeah i'm just so excited that we're doing something with this because it seemed like such a neat potential um and and we're actually doing something and i think it's nice too because i guess in my head i'd always assumed that maybe ozpin would be the one to teach ruby about this since he knows like everything, but I love that it's just this random like old lady that showed up and she is going to teach Ruby. I think that's so great. It's like her Yoda kind of thing. <laughs> um, and again, like ladies, teaching ladies is awesome. Um, yeah. So I, I'm a big fan it, that we're actually, it, it seemed like in the intro that we were going to have this come up in this season. And I'm happy that it's happening now and not like, episode 11 or something where we don't really have enough time to get into it at this point we could do something with it so that it is actually a factor in the finale um which is great so yeah thumbs yeah. up a plus great
0: yeah. I, I agree it's 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 a great move in the context of the show to address silver eyes right now ruby having like a female silver eyes mentor is fantastic like this is mm-hmm. just all around very very good and, and exciting stuff here um uh, okay maria backstory episode yes or no uh, yes. we learn We learn what she is we see her when she was younger
1: I think so based on the comment that you were saying about how like she should have known that it was a grim clearly she's got stories to tell yeah.
0: we already did our um, backstory episodes so maybe not a full one maybe it's like parts of an episode or something
1: like maybe next it, next episode if we are ignoring any b plots or anything maybe next episode we have like a cinder b plot but then have them sitting around a fire because they love that telling
0: and, about them yep <laughs> that's <laughs> That's that our mythology. you're out of fire revealing the oh. mythology is the show. Like a scene go-to. trope, yeah. yeah. Uh,
1: yeah. That might happen. <laughs>
0: okay. Yeah, it's. Uh, I, I. Yeah, I like I've said before. I actually think the show excels at backstory, so I, I'm hopeful that.
1: I think it would be neat. What we'll do? Just I, mean, just I think. I think they're they're the better writing
0: show. backstory than in the
1: which, present,
2: which yeah, kind no. of really interesting considering this whole world is based on the fact that there's a backstory to it that is... I think it unknown. makes sense for the
0: show. This is a show with, like, way too much mythology and, like, way too much world-building considering the things we've done. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> at least they're good at it. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, second... Oh, yeah, my second thing with Maria, I, I think not... More likely that she had some sort of accident um, where, like, the consequences that you're always fighting Grimm or they're drawn and trying to kill you and she had a grim attack. Um, and that's eyes. how she lost her eyes. Versus, uh, versus like your your eyes. All I think it's too depressing to have the notion that Ruby inevitably will lose her her eyes. It's um,
1: pretty sad. It
0: yeah. is. So I don't know. They also and maybe that's too similar to the relic though that it draws grim to you. It could you know, either way. Interesting. Whatever yeah. we how how did she lose her eyes? Yeah. Um. Definitely. Maria is an intriguing. Character. I don't know if she's been particularly great so far. She's used pretty well here with the the the, the backstory for the apathy in this episode.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but uh, yeah, in, interested to delve more into this character. Um, that's I think that's it from Alone in the Woods. Uh, very positive from from all of us on this episode. Uh, Haley, would final thoughts here?
1: Uh, final thoughts. I guess the title really should be like Alone in the Sewers or something because they were barely in the woods. But yes,
2: <laughs> I, that was my that was <laughs> <Fine>. my comment. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's like it's like a cabin in the woods type thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. funny. Um but yeah, no, I yeah, like I was saying earlier, I think it's such a good standalone episode, which gives me so much hope for this season and the show in general cuz they came up with really interesting ways of shooting things and the production and the writing and character moments and everything. And it all culminated in this moment that we've been waiting for for like so long to actually have some, um, like, not closure, but like, okay, let's actually talk about what the silverized thing is that we've all been wondering about for however many seasons. Um, and I think it was done really effectively. So yeah, it's season six, still going strong. It's really good.
0: Nice. Andy, final thoughts there?
1: My,
2: the, the thing I'm really excited about for the season is that, I think that they're finally – it feels like they've constructed this season with a lot more care than other seasons. Not that not that there wasn't care for the other seasons. It's just that it feels like there are thematic beats that are running through all these episodes that are building up to things. That I finally feel like all the foreshadowing we're seeing here is actually going to lead to something. And that really excites <laughs> me because – now i care about all the I, I care a little bit more about what crow's saying i care more about these little little interactions all the characters are having with each other cuz it feels like we're leading to something and that's really what was missing from season 4 and 5 i it was hard to care about any given scene when it felt like it, it could easily just be a one off thing that never came back again but here it's like every scene feels like it's important every scene feels like it could be a moment where a character has a realization or a a relationship builds and grows like it's it's just such a great change for the show and i'm really excited for how for how the season's gonna continue and end
0: Nice. Yeah. I said this earlier in the Discord. I don't think the, like, the scripts themselves have necessarily improved. I think it's like the season planning and the outlook for the show. Like, it's just compared to volume four where they had like nothing in this. And this is the season. They have so many interesting things we're getting into. And, um, they just have like a much better feel for exactly what we're doing. They're pacing it incredibly well. Um, that, that's like the big improvement to me. And, uh, you know, I think I'm, I'm, I'm still frustrated with the dialogue. It's not standing out as much because the rest of the stuff is good. I actually think like, mm it's it's more urgent to fix now that this is like I feel like we're good dialogue away from being a very good show, but we, we're not there just because nothing anyone says is ever particularly interesting. Um, like it's and I don't know I don't want I don't want to feel that way, but um that that's like to me is like the glaring urgent thing to but, like to get there with them. But the show. but that's something
2: they can fix, and like that's crazy. Ruby's actually like a step away
0: from being good. That that that's like we're in the same position with the writing that we were last. But last season it's like okay if you bring in three writers maybe the show is little, is better, but it's still like you know it's still not gonna get there. Nothing this original, season, really.
2: The, or, yeah.
0: yeah, this season, literally, we're higher, th- more writers away from being a great show. Like, yeah, l- one missing yeah. puzzle piece, um, yeah, which is going to make it all the more frustrating when it doesn't happen. But, um, which you isn't, know. you know, it's not to say this is Miles' fault. Like, he's writing every mountain and Carrie and as every episode. And this, I, like, I said, I think this episode's really well written, and so he's been doing a great job overall. But, um, like, the show is at a point now where it's like this, the best indie animated show in the world. Like that, it needs to be have a, a a writing room like it needs to mm-hmm. have more people anyway okay that, that would have been my rant if i wanted to get into that more that. i mean it's going to be a recurring thing this <laughs>
1: yeah season, but, but like the yeah. framework I, of the show is really strong right now which is well, <laughs> that's what is i think really hard to work on too because like you said you could hire some great writers and that problem can be pretty well solved but if they're writing into a show that isn't doing like interesting production things or has a neat Story arc that they're going down, right. then it can't be effective. But yeah. that yeah, the, is effective now.
0: The, the worry right. is that their like 13 season arc thing would never make yes. the show yeah. be able to excel, <laughs> and this season proves that they are able yeah. to excel in that framework.
2: It, yeah. Well, we still have time for the rant, Dylan, because we, we're only on episode six.
0: Oh yeah, they will be there. Yeah, we have uh, eight <laughs> Just more. Just <you> do wait. <laughs> eight more episodes this it's season. Gotta, okay.
1: There's got to be a crack at some time.
0: <laughs> well, well, I hope not. Like they've done. I, I thought there'd be a crack too. already. Yeah. No. Yeah, nope. All good episodes so far. very good, impressive good. stuff. Okay. I'm Budsman Corner this week. Um, no, no real things we said wrong. Just maybe last week we, we said that the, the, uh, the, the rant about the semblances and, um, that it protects them from the cold. We treated that as a factual thing and that might have not actually been said on the okay. show. I'm still unclear on this, but, um, yeah, I, so if we, we treated that like that's definitely something the show I has really said where semblances project you from the show and it might not have, it might have just been a fan implication. I do think the shows implied it, but, um, I do, I do always want to be clear whenever something is exposed stated versus implicitly um, you know, taken away Especially by the Especially
1: with so. auras and semblances. E- e, yeah, of course. So, that be as
0: factual so, so, yeah. as possible. S- still annoying that they are in skimpy outfits in the freezing cold. And, but I, st- I stand by that. <laughs> but yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, five star review of the week. Uh, again, Ooh. thank you guys for continuing to give us five star reviews on iTunes to combat all the early <laughs> negative reviews. This, di- <laughs> look, this isn't, this isn't a case where we're trying to improve our already good story. We're trying to get this back up. I, I mean, the, the, the main feed has good, ra- good reviews, but the yeah. Ruby feed, um if you go specifically uh ruby overly animated to click on the one with ruby's weapon on there um wolf king says wow did you not get uh, the
1: name of the weapon del- del- yeah. dylan the no wonder you're getting one stars come on look when is the show said it last <laughs> it said it hey oh <laughs> that's fair <laughs>
0: right right that's, that's right think about that what is this? it's true what does it mattered <laughs> it's not relevant okay even blake um, was
1: like my weapon is heavy like
0: Okay. The show doesn't really care about that. Yeah. I, I, I look like this. <laughs> anyway, um, this Living week's five star review, Wolf King, great podcast, very good podcast. I've been listening since I stumbled upon a YouTube video from them a few years ago, very thoughtful and well explained analysis. Not to say I agree with everything but they say, but they always make at least good arguments when I don't. Thank you, Wolf King, for this review. Um, and, uh, if you give us a five star review in the following week, we will say it at the end of the podcast. Uh, very much appreciate, uh, comments, reviews um like reblogged retweet uh and anything like that uh very much appreciated uh you got a lot of a lot of positive all thumbs up on youtube last week again the people are people are loving us being happy about the season that's all Same. it took was a good season <laughs> that's all it took okay and yeah. uh talk talk about ruby with us on our discord overly slash discord Um, lots, uh, you you can help pick the screenshot for the podcast if you're on (laughs) at the right after the episode or at least in a few hours. Um, you can support us via Patreon, patreon.com slash overly animated. Thanks to our current patrons, especially our patron of the podcast, Ryan, aka Brian. And thanks to our patron executive producers, John Ryan, Steve, Alex, and Hugh. Um, ongoing, we started the 2018 OVAE's end of year animation awards. Last year, Weiss got nominated for best character. (laughs) Yeah, she did. I just gonna, I'm just gonna say that's not gonna happen again unless you guys flood the, (laughs) those. <laughs> More of you become patrons. Uh, it's not looking great. So if you want Weiss to, if you want Best Girl to be nominated once again, you need to. Yeah. You need to help <laughs> us there.
2: Weiss, had, that was the only year Weiss ever had a chance, and it's too
0: bad. Yeah, she hasn't been as good this year. She's still great, but she's just really stood out last year.
2: Um, I'd say her burning down the house is a great moment. That's really good. That's a pretty great moment. There's
0: there's no consensus on who to nominate out of the crew. Like, Blake, maybe? Yang was also phenomenal last year.
2: I'll say Ruby has had a lot of growth, but she's not even close to, like, best overall.
0: Yeah, I don't even know. Um, Salem for supporting is getting some... Some push too. Maybe mm-hmm. Some interesting possibilities. Yeah, we'll, uh, yeah. Patrons and staff get to nominate for the OVAs and then it'll be public for the choosing the winners. So you can, regardless, you can help that. Anyway, um, check out other stuff at overlyanimated.com. We have a miraculous ladybug podcast going up this weekend. We had a Mirai podcast, a new movie, a anime movie. Justin was on that. We're going to have a Wreck Ralph 2 podcast coming up. Um yeah, and just uh, a lot of Ruby good heading into a busy December here with uh Steven Universe Voltron and get the continuation of Ruby. Not gonna have a week off until the end of the month, uh, for, for Ruby. So at least we know. Um Yep, let us know what you thought. YouTube comments overlyanmated.com. Thanks guys for listening and we'll see you next time. Bye.
1: Bye-bye. Bye bye.
0: Bye.